0: Hi, my name is Tony McGeehy, and you're listening to Emerging Entrepreneurs. I want to connect you to incredible stories and people that you may have never heard before. Each guest shares an inspiring story or advice to help the unbelievable become achievable on your journey to success. Now, are you ready to emerge? Welcome back to episode 33. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome home. We have another great episode for you on the podcast today. I was fortunate enough to have on a friend of mine from school, Victor Perez. He helped co-found and helps run Josh's Benches for Awareness, which is a nonprofit organized to help uh, raise awareness about suicide prevention and suicide awareness And he started this with his friend Josh's mom after his best friend Josh passed away about a year ago from suicide. Uh, We talk a little bit more in this episode about Josh's benches and exactly what that is and what their mission is. And also, we kind of talk about Victor's relationship with Josh and kind of what happened and and what you can look for in friends. And, you know, how you can help your friends if you think they're going through a difficult time. And even if you don't know that they are. How you can really just be there for them and make sure that they know that there's people that care about them around them. And so I'm really excited for this episode. It's a topic that really needs to be talked about, you guys. This is the second episode in a row where I get a little bit emotional during the interview. And I really believe that this is a topic that needs to be talked about. So I'm not afraid to admit that I'm getting emotional about these topics. They're super important and they need to be talked about more to help raise awareness. And so we can stop things like this. So without further ado, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this interview and learn a little bit more about Josh's Benches and their mission. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Welcome back to Emerging Entrepreneurs, everyone. Today, I am here with a good friend of mine back from UCF, Victor Perez. He actually just started uh, helping run a nonprofit called Josh's Josh's Benches. And it actually, um, he started it with the mom of one of his best friends who passed away from suicide about a year ago. So, Victor, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for coming to talk about Josh's Benches. I know it's something super important that, that people need to hear about and that we, we need to have a conversation about.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me on here. I, I am very happy about everything we've done so far, but we definitely have a lot of work to do. And um, I, I guess I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it today. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, just to start, go ahead and
0: talk a little bit uh, about Josh's Benches and, and what exactly that is and, and your relationship with Josh.
1: Sure. So, Josh's Benches for Awareness is a nonprofit for mental health um, awareness and also suicide awareness and prevention we actually construct bright yellow benches that are meant for public schools, like school campuses and also public areas like parks or maybe uh, maybe like bus stops and stuff like that. But our benches are basically meant to be physical symbols that represent the fact that people that are struggling with mental health, for one, they're not alone, but two, their problems are real. So the bench, it's like a real physical symbol that can be bright and very visible and it's almost like we can't hide the fact that people have this issue and these benches are pretty much just meant to springboard into other initiatives. So if we're going to get into schools, for example, we would want the school to get involved and enter with more curriculum, more coursework for the students to understand like the thought and the ideas behind it. But we started Josh's Benches after, uh, like you said, my best friend from childhood passed away and his mom would actually reach out to me uh, like a few times a week. And a lot of what she would say was pretty much just asking me why it happened and, and why, why we weren't able to see it pretty much. And her idea, was well she would tell me she wants to do something about it and she would tell me this like every day and after a while she kind of started forming like uh, a a more uh, a more structured approach she she started thinking about what if if we could create some sort of awareness bench that we can place around different places that will not only represent like i said the mental health issues that people face but They'll also hold important resources on them to connect people that are struggling. So I kind of noticed that she needed help and I was the person that could really put it into action and make a business out of it. So we went ahead and filed the paperwork and now we're an official nonprofit. And now we are working on placing all these benches around our community Sweet
0: man, that's really awesome what you guys are doing. I think, um, I think it's really great in the past few years that that suicide awareness and suicide prevention and, and mental health awareness and everything like that has become, you know, so much of a bigger topic than it used to be. People really just kind of put it to the back burner and, and didn't really think it was a thing. And now, um, now people are really starting to understand more about it and, and what it is and how people are dealing with it. So so talk a little bit more about, you know, with Josh's benches, where do you guys plan to put these benches? Is it just in the area where you guys grew up? I know you put one down in Wellington where you guys grew up, where are these benches going to be? And, and kind of, what's the whole process for that look like?
1: Yeah. So we have a bunch of different places or a bunch of different ideas for different types of locations that they could be placed on. Uh, Something that, we didn't realize would be so much of a challenge was actually getting the benches authorized because at first the challenge was all about fundraising and being able to pay for these benches. But then once we accomplished that, we realized that to get a part or to get a bench placed inside a park, for example, you have to get it approved by about maybe like 10 different people. And there's, it's just really hard to, to, convince one person, let alone a whole group of people that run the park, but that's pretty much where we're at right now is getting authorization from more places. Like you said, we did place our very first bench very, very recently. We actually had a big unveiling. Uh, We had the local news stations and a few different newspaper reporters showed up to get our story and we were very, very thankful to get all of this attention because of our help from the city council people and also some people out of the palm beach school district the the Palm Beach School board so thanks to the former Wellington mayor, uh, Melissa McKinley, she is now the commissioner uh, she helped us get connected with a bunch of other people that would be able to approve of the bench and we hosted our very first unveiling, which it was a really important time for us because that was pretty much our first chance to be able to show everybody what we have been doing and what we're gonna do in the future. But aside from parks, another place that we would like to place them is in the schools. It's it's super, super important for us to get that accomplished because, well, Cindy would always say, you know, what if he learned about this? What if he learned about these issues he was having before he was actually having them? What if he went to school and had a class where, where they actually taught him about all these sort of mental health issues and all the different emotions that you can have and and just basically being able to tell what's normal and what's not. So that's something that we're very focused on. And we were able to get in. Really big, important meeting with all the different heads of the school board. And thankfully, they were all on board and they all saw our vision and they wanted to keep it going. And now we're working to get all the paperwork done because there's a whole bunch of redesigning, uh, a whole bunch of specifications that must be met for it to actually end up in the school. Uh, Hopefully soon, within the next month or two, Will be able to do another meeting in front of all the city council people for them to finally approve that and to get it going. It is a very, very structured process that they go through just because they don't want anything on that bench that's gonna be too harsh, be too too rough for younger people. But a lot of a lot of these members of the school board were very happy to see what we were doing because something that they've all wanted to be implemented into the schools is additional coursework for, you know, for mental health issues. And they were saying how really it's just so tough to put these into play because there really has to be somebody pushing it. And again, thankfully we have Melissa McKinley who's offered to kind of lobby for us and kind of try to get this pushed through through the different offices that have a say in the approval and we're we're thinking this summer is going to be really big. We have a lot of people that have finally started getting our attention, um, and we're we're really dedicated to get it done in the schools. So, so one thought that I have with them being inside the schools, I don't know if you guys have thought
0: of this or or how you would kind of combat this and kind of make sure that it doesn't happen or it happens very limited. You know, obviously with high school and middle school. You know, people think they're way too cool for everything, and you have bullies in schools, and and unfortunately, that's why you know with with youth, a lot of this, um, a lot of these mental health conversations and suicide conversations have to happen because they feel like you know nothing's going to get better because of the people that they go to school with who who are being mean to them or anything like that, and so have you guys thought about anything about, you know, putting, putting them in schools and having an adverse effect with anyone who, you know, resonates with the bench and they go to that bench as kind of as a safe place for them. But then, you know, there's people in school who are just like, oh, like, you know, you're weird. Like you have these problems that like we don't like, why are you so different? Like, what are you thinking about killing yourself? And, you know, there's just there's just people and there's just always those people in school that you go to school with who just have to be unnecessarily rude for no reason. So have you guys thought about situations like that and, and
1: how you'd combat that? Yeah, we've thought about that. I guess when we were initially forming the business, we went through a bunch of brainstorming and a bunch of, you know, just thinking what kind of challenges we'd run into. But, uh, I guess a little bit of that the placement of the bench would have a a bit of an effect so it would be somewhere very visible um, somewhere where if somebody were to sit down and really look at the services that are on them you'll probably won't have somebody just openly mocking them but another thing is that if you're introducing this bench to a school the whole idea and the whole uh, movement that we're trying to get through to the school is that it gets placed to kind of create a sort of a little bit of a commotion, a little bit of a talk. Everybody starts talking about it. And then it has to be followed up with some sort of either like a school assembly or like an introduction of an actual like coursework for students to understand what it it is. Because like what you were saying, yeah, every school has a bunch of bullies. And when talking to a bunch of different therapists and professionals in that area, what we understood was, That a lot of these issues that people have in schools with, like, being a bully or really with any sort of like aggression or uh, any sort of like problems that a teacher would have with the students, it can be seen that a lot of it just comes from some sort of issue that comes at that's at home or that's within themselves. So we think that introducing this type of coursework to the schools can have a pretty large effect, not just on people who are depressed and anxious, but people who have all sorts of behavioral problems or anger issue problems like that too.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I was just, I was just curious about that. So I'm glad that that's something that you guys had thought about and and consulted on and everything. Um, with the future of Josh's benches, do you guys see yourself maybe, offering those kind of services to school, you know, educating students about mental health and suicide prevention and suicide awareness, not just, you know, putting these benches in schools and, and parks, but actually educating younger people and, you know, even adults on, on this topic.
1: Yeah. So other than introducing the topic to the schools or to whoever pretty much sees the bench we did have plans for actually joining the school and joining their assemblies well i thought that it would be great if cindy would join the schools and be a speaker just because she's great at telling her story and telling her pretty much the movement that we're trying to create but i guess i do have an idea for that um haven't really told anybody yet, but uh, I'm sure you're familiar with at least a few services online that give out like connections to therapists where you can get connected through like digital forms. Yeah. They have like apps now for it. I've seen. So uh, a big issue is that uh, I don't know if you've kind of checked out the feedback with all these services, but they're not really good. Uh, There's a lot of different areas for improvement. I've done a little bit of research into all these different companies, uh, a, big, a big factor, a big like negative thing about all these services. I've found that they use no sort of personality traits to mash you with a therapist, which from my experience and from the amount of people I've talked to that receive help, Uh, it's actually a very, very important thing. If you don't connect properly with your therapist, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're wasting money because you might get a little bit of help from them every now and then, but you're not going to 100% listening to what they're saying. And you're not going to believe that they're 100% in your best interest unless you really believe them and connect. Yep. So I do have a little bit of a structured idea. To implement that, I think it's it's definitely something that I would need to maybe meet a whole lot more people before I could put that into place, but I think one day we can form a part of josh 's benches for awareness that also connects them to therapists or or maybe provides them with the therapist ourselves, yeah for mm-hmm. sure yeah i can
0: I can definitely attest to the, the personality factor in a therapist. So when I was in high school, um, first before, right before I moved to Florida and then right, a little bit after I moved to Florida, I went to to therapy two different times and, and both times I went to a couple sessions and both times I just told my parents, I was like, like, it just doesn't work. Like it's not, you know, it's not really working for me. And, and it was really just about that connection aspect. I didn't really feel like they understood where I was coming from. I you know, sometimes I just felt like they were there because they were a therapist and they didn't really care about me individually. It was just their job. And so they were doing it. And so,
1: yeah, so, yeah I, I noticed, uh, I noticed that like, see, cause a lot of people, they might be put off by a thought of even talking to a therapist because it's like, Oh, well, maybe they're just like too soft. You know, they're just going to coddle me and make me feel good. Yeah, But I mean, I, I personally have had a therapist that really like not yelled at me, but really scolded me for a lot of wow. things. I think for a while that I needed that. So mm-hmm. there's all, there's all different types of people. So it, I think there's a lot of value in that idea. And maybe one day we could start working on that, but, uh, there's definitely something for the future. Cause right, right now I'm, I'm helping like three different businesses and only one of them pays me for it. So yeah. definitely taking up a lot of my time recently.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now to kind of go away from the business side and to just go to Josh and, and if it's okay, if, uh, if you don't want to answer any of these questions, I'm just curious and, and really would like to share it with the people listening right now, just so they know if they're going through something similar. When it kind of came closer to that time before Josh passed away, were there any signs that you saw that you kind of thought maybe something was up and you realized that Afterwards when it was too late and you kind of thought back to yourself Okay, maybe that would have been something and and what are some of those things that people can kind of look for in friends if they think they're struggling?
1: Yeah, so a lot of times we'll hear or maybe we'll see on social media posts telling telling each other to kind of look out for signs and look out for any sort of signals that somebody could be struggling but Unfortunately, not everybody shows signs. Uh, I'm not sure what the statistic is. I've heard somebody say it's maybe like 50-50, but uh, I know for sure there's a lot of people out there that maybe it's the negative stigma, maybe it's just their personal issues where they don't want anybody to know. But some people are really, really good at hiding any sort of problem they have. And unfortunately, Josh was one of those people that although at some point of his life, he did maybe show some signs. There weren't anything that would really cause you to be too concerned. And especially leading up to when that happened, nobody really noticed anything. Um, he had just gotten a promotion in his job. Uh, he had just gotten more hours at his job. So uh, I-, I knew he liked that. And then whenever we would talk, he would ask me about finance, ask me about trading, and then he'd talk about cars because he'd say that he wanted a Tesla. He said uh, he started saving up money and he opened up a savings account, I think, but he started putting away money for this new car. And he would talk to me about it all the time because he knew that I like cars. And he, he loved his car, even though he wanted another one, he'd probably keep both of them. But um, I actually saw him Two days before it happened, uh, he came up to visit me. It was the weekend, and he always liked coming out here and going out to the bars and clubs in Orlando. So we went out with a friend, and we had a great time. Uh, uh, There was, like, Snapchat videos, and you could see him smiling in all of them. And it's it's crazy because when he left the morning after, he was just, just like another... Just like every other time he visited me, he just said, bye, I'll see you later, you know? And that was pretty much it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Man, that's that's definitely tough. I can only imagine. Uh, this is going to be the second episode in a row I get emotional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's okay. I think it's, I think it's really important to kind of talk about it because especially now that I talk to more people about this topic, there's there's all sorts of families that will tell me like, like my son has some issues. I really don't know what to do or say, yeah, we just found out my daughter is having trouble and we just put her into therapy. And there's just all these, all these occurrences of people saying, yeah, we didn't notice. We just never talked about it. It's something we just never wanted to bring up.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, some people are just really good at at acting like their normal selves when, you know, sometimes they're not on the inside. And so, um man, I wish I had advice for people who were who were the friends of those kind of people because, you know, you could say, you know, watch out and like be careful, look look for any signs, but, you know, when there's people like Josh, who who are so good at hiding what's actually going on. It's kind of like, you know, what do you, you know, what do you do? I mean, obviously, it's not like you try to avoid those, but uh, avoid the signs. But if there's just none, then then that's kind of, it kind of is what it is. Um,
1: Yeah. And I think that, I think about that a lot because, yeah, you might think, okay, well, how do we help people? Well, there's no like one way to do it like yeah you can look out for signs but it you also i think it's just so important to be taught about those emotions and to be taught about all the different like parts of the psychology that go on that cause your emotions it's it's important to be taught that there are therapists and there that there's help out there and that's that's what we focus on because yeah there were no signs we couldn't catch it but we are we know that if Josh was properly educated on that and he knew how much we all cared and he knew how much or what we were all willing to do to help him, then I I don't think he would have done that. And that's, that's what I think moving forward. Yeah. You can't help everybody, but if you teach everybody, if you at least give them all the info they need, then there's no way that there would still be somebody committing suicide every 40 seconds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's an insane statistic that needs to be a lot better than, than that. Um, and yeah, I think you said it best. I think the best thing that you can do for people is educate them and, and make sure that they have all the information and make sure that they know that it's okay to feel that way. I think that's the most important thing. I think a lot of people, feel like something is completely wrong with them when they feel that way but you know as you just said every 40 seconds someone dies from suicide so obviously there's not only one person in the entire world feeling those emotions there's there's a lot of people and obviously i don't want to take away the uniqueness of somebody's feelings because obviously they're not all the exact same but you know people are there's, there's more people out there than you think who are battling something internally, um, that they feel like they can't talk about. And so just, if that's, if, if you're that person, you know, um, there's people around you that care about you and that really want to be there for you. And even if they don't say it, um, or you feel like they don't say it enough and you feel like you're not cared about, trust me, you are, there's a lot of people out there who care about you and, and really want to see, um, you know, see you do well. And, and basically, you know, if you're, if you're one of those friends, if you're a friend, if you're not going through that, um, even if you don't think your friends are going through it, you never know. Like we've stated, you know, just tell the people around you that you care about, tell them that you care about them, you know, act like you knew that the world was going to end at the end of that day. What would you say to people if you knew that, that your life and everybody else's life was going to end at the end of that day? You know, say those things to people and and act the way that you would act if it if it were your last day so so victor i just i just want to ask you um you know how can we help out with josh's benches and how can we get get connected um with you guys
1: well you can get connected with us uh we have a facebook page you can just search for josh's benches for awareness and you'll be able to find it Uh, we do have a website too Um, as far as help, there are a few different ways, obviously for a nonprofit, you could always send donations, but another way you could help is by contacting, uh, well, see right now we're focused on Palm beach County, but Mm -hmm. what we want to happen is for people to start contacting their state representatives or people that are in their city council that have a say in this and tell them how you feel, tell them that especially if you have kids that are in school tell them tell the tell the teachers to that tell tell them how much you care because obviously the teachers themselves one teacher can't put that into play but yeah if everybody involved can agree that this is like a positive move then even if there is no josh's bench on their school campus then we still kind of accomplish our our cause so you can if you're anywhere near Palm Beach County if You own a business and you want a bench of your own You can customize it and put your own logo on it if you fund it. uh, We do have our order forms on our website So you can put it on your own property the only issue is if you would like to put it somewhere in a park (laughs) then we would have to enter the, the whole authorization process, which is essentially us reaching out to all those people in charge and convincing them to actually place the, the bench down. Yeah. If we can't gain authorization, obviously we can just wait and put it in place into any of the other locations we get authorized for, mm-hmm. or you can kind of put it on your own property if you want. But definitely you can help us a lot just by following our Facebook page and staying up to date and sharing our stuff, just getting our word out there. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess a lot of my work uh, is kind of helping it grow. Um, I, it, because it's such an important cause and, and like what we were saying with the one person every 40 seconds, I kind of think about that every time that I go into one of these meetings where I have to essentially pitch the idea to the people. Mm -hmm. and I kind of found that me working with business it's like I used to get so stressed out having to convince somebody that I was good enough to land a job or I was good enough to help out their business but now it's like I don't care there is no stress because this is something that I know needs to get done yeah and especially now that I see that people are supporting us and we have a lot of help from the city, the city councilmen and the, and all these people, it just, it's almost like it's super, it's like nothing for me. And I, I'm totally confident going into all these meetings and talking to these people because when they see that, they can see that we can get it done and they can see that we're actually going to make a change in the communities.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Victor, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and, and sharing the story about Josh's benches and, and talking a little bit more about Josh and um, just you know mental health and suicide awareness as a whole. Um, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for giving us the information to uh, to help Josh's benches in, in whatever way we can. Um, guys, make sure that you guys go get involved, learn more about Josh's benches. Um, hopefully we'll be seeing those around every city in, in America, um, in a, in a few years time. And we'll be spreading the word more about mental health and suicide awareness and everything like that. So Victor, thank you so much for, for coming on again and guys, we'll see you on the next
1: episode. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: That statistic that Victor talked about in this episode that someone passes away every 40 seconds from suicide is absolutely mind-blowing and I didn't even realize that, that it was that high. So like I said in the episode, treat every day like you knew it was going to be your last. What would you say to the people that you care about most and make sure you say that to them because you never know when's the last time you'll be able to say that to them. Make sure that you stay up to date with Josh's bench's progress by connecting with them on Facebook. You can find them by searching Josh's Benches for awareness. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Emerging Entrepreneurs Podcast. And the most important thing I ask of you for this episode is just to share this with someone that you know. The more people we can get this message out of suicide awareness and suicide prevention, the better. We can lower that number of 40 seconds someone passes away And honestly, even if we make that 41 seconds, that's an improvement. So make sure that you share this with someone that you know. Make sure to stay connected with the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Emerging Entrepreneurs. Now, it's your time to emerge.